Welcome to Enroute to Success, where we have raw, vulnerable conversations between Fitz DeSanto, Sam Boyer, and many talented individuals, unraveling the truths and principles of people's experiences, methods to grow, and discovering how to live a fulfilling lifestyle. Buckle up, the journey begins now. Hello, everyone. How are you guys doing? How are you, Sam? I'm doing well, Fitz. Yourself? I am good. So exciting because today we're talking about humility. Before we get further, I do want to share a little bit of story. So I woke up yesterday staring at a ceiling and (laughs) Chili's next to me on the floor. And I was thinking, what do I know about humility? I get so much people tell me, Fitz, you're just some Mr. Humble or you're so down to earth when people tell me. And I was thinking to myself, how can people call me humble? And I don't even know what it means. And it scared the shit out of me. I was like, what's (laughs) happening? Like, we're going to talk about this in our next podcast. But then I reflected hardcore and really dug deep in our own ways and how I can share this to our listeners. That's when I got so excited. So needless to say, I am pumped to do this <laughs> podcast, right? Um, so what we're going to do is we're going to do the meaning of humility of, and then we're going to do some exchange, Sam. And I do want to share some examples because I really want our listeners to, to really dive in on what it really means and able to relate to both of us. Um, yeah. So tell me how you feel, Sam. Yeah, I feel, I feel great. Honestly, I'm glad that we're discussing this because it's kind of on the flip side of what people view as being successful. So Mm -hmm. kind of tying it into our, our podcast in general and this whole topic, I want to give a a quick shout out to a friend of mine, German Hamilton, who actually poised this question, which is the reason now that we're discussing it. So, you know, he's brought up the fact that on people's journey to success, how do they remain humble or can you be humble and successful at the same time as a thought provoking question? Mm-hmm. And so I'm really excited to kind of dive into this, our perspectives, and then maybe a little bit of back and forth. I'm really excited fits. Yeah, absolutely. So let's start with, with the meaning, go ahead and, and what you, you, if you could share us the meaning of yeah. humility based on your own perspective and what's written out there. Yeah. Tell me more. Absolutely. So the academic inside of me went to, went to check the dictionary definition as usual. And I got having or showing a modest or low estimate of one's own importance. To be completely honest, I really dislike that definition. Mm -hmm. And I think that look at yourself as less valuable or a low estimate is definitely not how I've learned to utilize being humble or having humility. I can agree with you, Sam. You know, it's funny when I look at the the definition of it um, on some research when I was reflecting, I kind of had that eyebrow lift. I was like, what? This isn't it. This isn't it. So I have to really dug deep and yeah, tell me more. I won't, I won't interrupt, but I want to make sure that we have your perspective. Yeah. So from my perspective, I feel that being humble is in a way an advantage to getting where people want to go in life. So for myself, Mm -hmm. I see being humble as like knowing where I'm at 
in different areas that I'm working on and then where I want to go. Because what that does is it shows this, this gap for me. And then I can work on stuff to bridge that gap. So for me, if communication or working on a podcast is something that I feel very humbled in, then that gives me the perspective that, okay, here's where I want to be with it. This is where I'm at currently. These are the things I need to work on to get there. So I viewed it as more of a, a tool for our own awareness, as opposed to what the definition of the dictionary said, which is basically like viewing yourself as less valuable or low important. I never, I never promote that to myself or anyone because we have to be our own biggest supporter. So I, I, that's my thoughts on there. Yeah. I think the gap would be to that being okay where you are and that you have a goal to achieve. Right. So that's a humble practice for me. Mm-hmm. So what I've learned and what I've seen. So I have this meaning that I saw humility is considered a state of being highlighted by your behavior and approach to things. It's also considered one of the virtues of the human condition, along with kindness, patience, diligence, charity, temperance, and chastity. Humility is often thought to occur in the absence of pride. Out of that long list, that really (laughs) highlighted me. Humility is often thought to occur in the absence of pride because Mm. when our pride is absence, that's when humility and humbleness comes in. So example of a humble practice, knowing that you're on your own path, just like I said earlier, and nobody else's, right? So that's a humble practice to me. Yeah. Not boasting themselves, but instead let their actions speaks for the actual ideas you have that you don't need fame or any acknowledgement. That's a humble practice to me. So we can get more into details of what examples, but no, I, I, I love that perspective of yours, Sam. And I agree. No one should feel less value being humble. Right. Yeah. And I I think I need to start looking up my definitions where we found that one because that was way better. (laughs) (laughs) I can send it to you. You know, I, I don't even know where it was. I know I just clicked it because it's, you know, how it shows all these previews in Google and I'm like, I need to look at this. This is what I want, you know? So, um, I tell you, I got to put this in a poster at this point. Um, but, (laughs) but I do want to give our audience an actual example, right? Mm -hmm. So I do want to start because I'm really excited with this example. And I think anyone that can relate to this would be, please let me know what your insights are. So when I was in the fitness industry full-time, you know, I was, I was really in the best shape of my life. And um, I was going to like fitness conferences and going into, I was teaching 10 to 15 classes a week on top of the personal training. One of my friends invited me to a yoga class. So anybody that's listening out there, do you remember your first yoga class? If you're a yogi, how that look? So for me, I'm like, I could, I could do yoga, no problem. I had a choice between Bikram yoga, which has a temperature of 103 degrees, or a regular yoga. And I chose, of course, fits, right? Thinks he's super fit, um, chose the 103 degrees. So we went in and as I get into that room, I felt the heat and I'm like, I can hang with this. I hang out at sauna all the time, all good. I wanted to be in front of a class because I've always been in front and I wanted to just be with the instructor. And I have to tell you, 10 minutes into the class, I look around and I was like, oh my God, can I do this or can I not? And I wanted to run out of that class because <laughs> to all the yogi out there, I call them the Gumby people because they're just super flexible. And anyway, so 
I was like, holy shit, do I run or do I stay? Right. But then I had to stay. I felt so defeated, but the moment of humility came in and I felt so humbled. I stuck with it. I walk out of that class with different perspective of yoga. And in that moment, I had no choice but to accept. I suck at this, but I need to improve. Right. So sheer example for me of humility. I love that. Yeah. And I, I think that I feel humbled just thinking about trying that. So I don't blame you for feeling that way at all. You know, my background being ice hockey, 103, trying to do anything physical right. sounds like torture. So, yeah. So I, I want to make sure that that's the point is I was like, wow, this is what humility feels like. And this is exactly mm-hmm. what it means. So, but I'm excited. What's, what's yours? Like, yeah. So I, I did a little reflecting and digging to come up with an example for this. And honestly, I've, I've felt humbled in sports so many times. I've felt humbled in relationships with learning from people as well as especially in academics. When I was at, you know, studying for mechanical engineering, I was humbled by a lot of exams a lot of times. But <laughs> the uh, example that I really wanted to share today was actually when I tried my first like hour long meditation. So this was like with a group of people um, who had some pretty good experience in, in meditation. And we start off with a light discussion and then we kind of dove into a light guided portion. And then it was time to be sitting in, in solemnness and in solitude with, with yourself and your own thoughts, which is a terrifying space for a lot of people. How long was this quiet time? The quiet time was about 45 minutes. Whew. Yep. So you can imagine, especially if leading up to that, I had really only done like maxed out like 20 minutes of meditation on my own. Mm -hmm. So I remember it was, it was on a zoom call and the environment in my mind was very hectic. I had a lot of thoughts racing. And so I'm sitting there, I'm thinking, okay, I have to sit here for like 45 minutes and really try and see what I can come up with. I'm sitting there feeling like I'm 15 minutes in, I'm like, I've made it about 20 minutes. I'm definitely maxed out. You know, I'm, I'm halfway through. This is great. Like I'm still trying, like I'm trying to, you know, build myself up that I'm doing a good job by at least keeping my eyes closed and waiting to hear like the bell or the person end the session. So that goes on for a little bit. And I was like, you know what? I wonder if I'm still connected to the zoom call. Cause this has been way too long that I'm just sitting here. Maybe my computer shut off or the internet went down. So I was like, maybe I'll just take a peek. And so I just slightly opened my eye and it had literally only been five minutes. Wow. Since the start of it. So, so then I had to reset and I, I just remember sitting there like angry with myself for checking and kind of breaking the, the meditation. The goal that I made with myself was like, at least don't open your eyes during the whole session or whatever. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I hope I'm not scaring people of meditation just because I was humbled in my first experience. But the point is, by the end of it, the last five minutes of that session, I actually felt what now I feel during meditation. And I try to actually strive to that meditative state. It took me that 40 minutes to really build up to that. So that humbled my, my driven side of my personality. to like, Oh, I'm going to get in and I'm going to hardcore meditate and I'm going to get all the benefits from it. And I had to realize, no, 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 you don't get to decide. You have to learn and be humbled by sitting in the moment. And so for me, that was a, that was a pretty eye-opening experience. Cause I, I'd never been humbled by just sitting down 
<laughs> to, yeah. you know, as simple as that sounds. So that, that was a really eye-opening one for me. It's really hard, right? Especially we're wired to, and I know your personality, Sam, and, and I could relate to it as well. We're wired to keep going. What's next? This is what we have to do next. So I commend you for sitting down on that and really having that moment of letting go because I'm sure I could tell that it has benefited you and it just becomes normal at this point. So it's just a humble practice, right? Every single time from day one to what day you're in now, you just keeps getting better. I think for me, another thing is sharing what you know and having that good intention towards someone, being realistic about it in delivering it. It's a humble practice. Mm -hmm. What I mean by that is I'm in the business development and sales world. A lot of time, the competitiveness of people are really on peak. A different type of characters comes in, right? Some wants to just have it all, the other one. So for me, when someone asks me, hey, what do you do? Like, why, why is your numbers looking well? Or what do you do to get into a client? I don't hide it from them. I'm openly sharing that. Also delivering it, meaning I actually sit with them and show them what I need to do to be able to be successful. So, but yeah, I mean, what a great experience. It really keeps us humble on a lot of things that there's something greater than us. Really being humble is celebrating ourselves and being okay with it towards our goal. Totally. And and Fitz, I want to pose the question to you because I want to get your thoughts on this. Okay. Well, how do you feel about people that we see kind of get to the top of their game, whether it's athletics or, you know, financial world, corporate world, business world, whatever it is. What do you think their thought process is around being humble? Can they be humble if they're really at the top of the game? So for instance, a good example for anyone that's seen the, uh, the Netflix series on him, the last dance with Michael Jordan, mm-hmm he was absolutely tenacious about being the best and not in his mind and not allowing anyone else to surpass him. Mm-hmm. So like people like that, or, you know, other people that are super successful in their arena, what, how do you think humbleness plays into their absolutely you know, success? I think their focus and they're also in peace with their own path at the same time, combining their goals to be quite honest, the successful people that I've met are the most humble people I know. Talk to them about it. I could see why they're successful. Again, being humble is not a weakness. There is a silver lining though, right? So I want to make sure I say this before we close up here, but there is a silver lining where humble doesn't mean you have to be a doormat. You right. can be humble, but once negative emotion comes in, then that's the red flag. Then that's when you need to set your boundaries. We can talk about that in our future episodes, but at the same time, what I mean by that in real quick is that when you're being humble, but you're starting to feel the negative emotions come in either towards yourself or towards others. If we're practicing humility, but we started kind of getting either greedy or, or maybe that's coming from a different person, then that's a red flag. That means, okay, that's your silver lining. That's how I see it. And to be quite honest, it's a great point what you said, Sam, because in sports, you have to be humble and have that sportsmanship when you lose. If you really want to embrace humility, you have to be sports about losing a game. I want to hear your thoughts. Like, um, 
What's your thought about that? Yeah. With your question. Well, I think it's, it's, it's a part of how, like you said, someone's focus because you can't be successful without having some intentional level of focus about what you're trying to be successful in. Mm -hmm. So, and I also think that we, if it's someone publicly speaking that gets a lot of, you know, social media exposure or regular media in general, we only see the side of them that is portrayed that's going to get the most amount of views. So it might be the side of them that's viewed as cocky or overconfident and not humble. Sure. And that gets associated with their success. So then I think in society, we see a lot of people that we view as, oh, this person's like super cocky, but they're not humble. Well, they had to have some level of humbleness or humility to Mm -hmm. be able to continue to work hard. So I think for, I'll just go to the Michael Jordan situation that his humility came from his work ethic. Sure. He, he made it a point that no one was going to outwork him. Mm -hmm. And I think then you look at someone like Elon Musk, he's just never stopping. (laughs) He's just Mm -hmm. doing so much crap that like you can't keep up. And so I think the, the humility comes in different forms for each person. We have to look at the whole picture for an individual because it might not be that they're speaking with, you know, such relation uh, or relatability, sorry, you know, to a, another human being that they may not be able to relate to everyone, but their humility might come from, Hey, I'm going to continue working hard at this craft because I know it's helping people or I know it's inspiring people, or I know that because of it, I'm going to have money that can then be donated to charities. So I think the reason I asked that question is I feel it comes in many forms for a lot of different people in life. And it's just good to remember that we each have to like internalize what being humble means to us in our situation at that time. Mm-hmm. So that's why I kind of poised the question, but I, I really liked your, your answer as well. I think that was a really good take on it. Yeah, I, I agree with everything you said. Thank you for sharing that because um, I'm sure our listeners would get a lot of perspective out of that. As we close up, Sam, I wanted to say this to our, to our listeners. So there's a silver lining of humility and there's something that if you pay close attention to, you will see it. Thank you for sharing your thoughts today, Sam. Before Thank we go, guys. yeah, go ahead and let our listeners know how we can contact us how they can contact us yeah yeah you guys can find us email wise at alohafitsam at gmail.com or individually on linkedin at sam boyer or fitz DeSanto, and then instagram is up and running and we've got some more stuff coming soon and that is en route to success 365 so definitely reach out let us know your thoughts any other topics like this one this was a uh, in-house topic that came from a good buddy of mine, Jermon Hamilton. So thank you for that. And I know Fitz has been receiving a lot of feedback on his end from, from you all. So thank you for that. And Fitz back to you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I want to give a quick shout out to Adrian, Demetra, and Joe for all the feedback and insights. We really appreciate you guys. So we always end with what are the things we're grateful for. For me, the things that we're grateful for is for honest loved ones and friends who don't just give you the good ones, but also feed you with the bad, with good intentions, right? So as long as you prepare me for the bad, we're all good, right? Just prepare me and prime me, please, you know? Um, How about you, Sam? What's today? 
Yeah, today I think is honesty. We uh, connected a little bit before the call and we got to talk about some things in a more heart to heart quickly situation. And I, I know that that's something I really appreciated that I think leads to these conversations that we have. And so honesty, I think is, is something that really stood out to me first thing in the, in the morning to now. So I definitely appreciate that side. All right, guys, have a good day today and look out for our future episodes. Take care.